Hey, what's going on everyone? This is Andrew Ware coming at you with another episode of Packers Fans Only. This week's episode, looking ahead to the Bears game on Sunday. And to begin the look ahead, I want to pose a question. If the Bears played in the woods and there was no one around to see them, would they still suck? The answer, of course, is yes. The Bears still suck. Can't say it enough. The Bears still suck. As much as I don't like the Bears, and I don't like the Bears, don't get me wrong, I respect them. Papa Bear, you know, without him, we wouldn't have the Packers as we know it. The rivalry between him and Lombardi, you know, it's great. You know, you know, got Walter Payton, uh, you know, you got the, the great defense in 85. It, the Bears, I can respect them, but I, I don't like them. Don't like them at all. The team I cannot stand, though, is the Vikings. You wait till Vikings week, I'm going to go to town. I cannot stand the Minnesota Vikings. Ever since I was a little kid and they said they were going to break Favre's hand or whatever, screw the Vikings. Screw the Vikings. Anyway, I digress. So, it's Bears week. Looking ahead to the game on Sunday, the big thing, I think, for our offense is to keep the ball ahead of the sticks if we get into some of these situations and we've seen a lot of it this year of third and nine third and seven you know third and long basically we've seen that multiple times in multiple games this year it seems to be a problem for the packers we seem to really like to come out and shotgun spread formation i'm not really sure what that's all about to me, it looks like 2019. To me, it looks like, you know, Mike McCarthy's kind of come back in and started calling plays. I have to think that a lot of that goes on Rodgers, but it can't all be QB1, right? It, it, it can't be. Hackett and Getze and LaFleur and Rodgers make the game plan. So you can't put it all on Aaron Rodgers, but I think a lot of it has to go on to Aaron Rodgers. It's been kind of wild watching this offense this season. While we have definitely had a lot of success, the whole shotgun spread formation, it just seems like an odd wrinkle. And you know what? This could all be situational football. It could be, you know, we're going up against an elite defense. It could be that this could be a completely different game plan on Sunday. And on Sunday, we go in, running the ball, running eye formation. We're dinking and we're dunking. Very possible that could happen. We're getting, hopefully, getting Dominique Daphne back. It seems we like to run him in the I formation. That could be big for us to get him back. Hopefully, he's healthy. So, you know, I could be completely off when it comes to Sunday's game plan. But leading up to this game, we have been spreading the ball or spreading the offense out, throwing the ball around. Obviously, you've had great success with this, so I can't knock it too much. But it is interesting to watch this. A byproduct of doing this seems to be Rodgers is not taking his checkdowns like he did last year. This year, you've seen it multiple times where he's trying to throw the ball down the field. It seems like this offense is really pushing for these chunk plays instead of just going to his check down. I mean, you've got, uh, against the Bengals, you've got a couple, like, big examples with Lazard and Jones where they were wide open for a significant yardage, if not a first down. 
and Rodgers just throws the ball down the field. And that that looks like the Rodgers I watched when, you know, he was trying to get McCarthy run out of town. And obviously he's not doing that to LaFleur. They have a great relationship. Rodgers knows that LaFleur can and will get him to a Super Bowl. Mark my words, will get him this year. We're going. But this is something that on Sunday it's going to be interesting to watch to see what the offense does. But we have to stay ahead of the six. Against this defense, this defense is elite. And the Packers need to be ready for this. The offensive line needs to be ready for this. Hopefully Jenkins and Myers are healthy. This offensive line has its work cut out for them regardless of whether or not they're healthy. But if they are not ready to go on Sunday... This offensive line is, this is by far the toughest test that this offensive line has had all season. The Bears' defense has the most sacks in the league and is second in quarterback pressures. So that's what the offensive line is up against on Sunday. An elite level defense. Now Hicks might be out, and if that's the case, that's a huge advantage to the Packers you look at what was it a couple years ago it was the last year I can't remember where he was out for one game then in for the other game it was a night and day difference he is a phenomenal talent on that defense and obviously Cleo Mack is a incredible talent on that defense so those are two guys that can blow the entire game up so that, that's something the Packers need to be ready for. Obviously, I'm sure they're preparing. I, well, not I'm sure. They are preparing. But it's easier said than done. This defense could give the Packers a lot of trouble on Sunday. Another thing the Bears have been doing this season with their secondary is putting out this three-safety look with Eddie Jackson roaming around. So that's something that watch Rodgers try to do a lot of dummy calls, do a lot of dummy cadences to figure out where Jackson is going to roam to before the start of the play. But that is going to be another tough wrinkle for this pass offense to go up against is trying to figure out what Eddie Jackson is going to do because he's good and he's going to create problems roaming around the field. Now, having said all this, I think we're going to win the game because their offensive line is not good. And our defensive line is. Our defense is superior to their offensive line, and we can pressure Justin Fields. And what they're going to try to do, they're going to try to run against our defense. If we can shut their run game down, then we are going to be cooking with gas. Kenny Clark, just look at the way he's playing. He's blown by people, shoving people to the side side like ragdolls. If he does more of that on Sunday, he can blow it up and get get to fields. And you look at also Gary being able to get pressure, Preston Smith getting pressure. You look at our interior linebacker play going again to Devontae Campbell. Can't talk enough about him and how good he is. He's so patient out there. He's letting things develop and then blowing it up. He's not taking false steps. He's letting the 
field work itself out in front of him and then he's going and you can't stop him once he gets going. He is just playing at a phenomenal level for the Packers. So our defense can shut down this offensive run game and then get the fields. Now fields though, however, is mobile. That's something we got to be ready for. Fields has shown even in early in his playing career that he's not afraid to take off and that's something that can give the Packers problems has given the Packers problems with mobile quarterbacks so we got to be ready for that but if we can make fields one-dimensional then watch out because I feel like this defense might pin its ears back and kind of go after this young quarterback and hopefully get some sacks and hopefully cause them to make some mistakes. So that's that's going to be exciting to see. I think we're going to win 34-27. to 27. It's going to be a pretty close game. Aaron Jones is going to have one touchdown. AJ Dillon is going to have one touchdown. Devontae Adams is going to have two touchdowns. That's my prediction for Sunday. We'll see if that comes true. So there you go. Now turning to Aaron Rodgers Tuesday... The most significant thing that was talked about on there was the John Gruden situation. And I loved hearing what Rodgers had to say about that. That what Gruden stood for does not reflect the NFL as a whole. I think it's really important to remember because Twitter will have you thinking something way different. No, that's not what the NFL stands for. Now, obviously, the NFL has made huge mistakes in these areas in the past, but they do seem to be growing I don't think they would treat Kaepernick the way that they did back then. Now, at least, I hope not. But anyway, it was nice seeing Rodgers talk about what's reflected in the locker room being way different than what John Gruden was saying or doing. It was nice to hear him say that what John Gruden stood for has no place in the NFL. I think it's very important to talk about those things I like that he talked and spoke out about those things that props to our quarterback for saying that stuff anyway it also was interesting hearing him talk about the flake gate I didn't know that I heard the same thing that all of us did from Phil Sims I don't didn't remember he was a source but I heard the same thing that Rogers like the ball overinflated. I didn't know that was untrue and that was misrepresented by Phil Simms. Obviously, Rodgers had nothing bad to say about Phil Simms, loves Phil Simms, but, you know, the the quote was not what Rodgers had said, just saying that he liked a ball that was fuller and and he got into PSI numbers. I'm not going to get that technical with it, obviously. I'm sure a lot of you have listened to that interview and if not, I starting to suggest going back and always checking out Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. It's always a great thing to listen to. And, you know, I, as a kid, I dreamed about this type of access to the quarterback. And I love that now as an adult, I've got every Tuesday a raw version of Aaron Rodgers. I love that. It was cool hearing him bring up that time he saw a UFO again. Last year he talked about that. It's a pretty cool story. So, again, uh, if you haven't checked out the interview, go check that out. It's a pretty, pretty cool story. Also, finally, it was neat hearing 
what he said to Mason before he kicked that field goal and the confidence that him and the whole team has in Mason Crosby, that that's awesome. Mason has been so good for so many years. And he had that slump. I'm sure we all remember that. He had the game in Detroit. I'm sure we all remember that. But overall, he has been so consistent. And for him to come in and kick a 49-yarder after missing three, that was that was awesome. So, shout out Mason Crosby, shout out to LaFleur and Mo Drayton and this all the coaching staff and all the team having Mason Crosby's back for him to kick that field goal and win that game. And I'm I'm right there with LaFleur and Adams and Rodgers and everyone else to talk about. I can't remember the ones he missed. I remember the one he made. And that, that's, that's where I'll leave it. Quickly, if you could follow me on Twitter, at capital P-F-O, lowercase N-L-Y, Packers fans only on Twitter. And if you could go on Apple Podcasts and rate and review my podcast, I would greatly appreciate that. So thanks a lot for listening. It's Bears, Bears weekend. So hell yeah, let's go kick some Bears ass. The Bears still suck. Remember that. You carry that G a little higher and a little prouder this weekend. Going and playing our biggest rivals. So, let's go get them. Let's go win this game. Go Pack Go. Have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you all after the game. After we're 5-1. and one. Thanks a lot for listening.